welcome to Quills and Cloaks, a writing and fandom podcast, delving into the world of fandom discussions, author writing tips, and of course, all things Harry Potter. I'm Christy J. Whitney, and I will be your host and your professor. So unroll those parchments because class is in session. Welcome back, everyone. And for today's episode, I wanted to scoot over to the writing side of things in my podcast and answer a question that I frequently get after the writing process is over, and that has to do with revisions. So let's dive right in. So the question that I get asked a lot is, how do you do revisions? What is the revision process like for you? How long does it take? I know that's actually several questions, but they're all usually connected to the same question about revisions. So as a writer, you sit down and you write your first draft of your novel. And the way that you may go about that could be completely different from somebody sitting next to you. And it also could be completely different depending on what book you are writing. The way that I did my very first book which was gray, is very different from the way I did the third book in the series, which is Midnight. I feel that I learned a lot in the process of writing gray and also learned a lot in writing the second book in the series. So by the time I got to the third one, I felt that I had hit a stride as far as a first draft goes. A lot of people follow certain guidelines, certain roadmaps. A lot of people like to just sort of dive in and see what happens with a book, but ultimately you are going to get to that final chapter. You are going to stick the end at the end of your book and you are ready for the revision process. Now, I'm a little different than some of my writer friends. I've often heard in writing conferences that after you finish your first draft, you need to put it in a drawer, and go away for a while so that when you come back to it, you have fresh eyes. I do agree with that. However, when you are writing and you're writing under a deadline, you cannot stick that particular book in a drawer for about six months and let it just simmer there. But I do still recommend that you walk away from it, even if it's just for a day, uh, a couple of days, whatever that case may be, walk away from your first draft Do something else, read another book, work on another project, watch a film, whatever you need to do so that when you come back to do your revisions, you have sort of a fresh take on things. So that's the first thing that I recommend doing in the revision process. Now, I revise for content, I revise for grammar, I revise for spelling, all of those things. And as an English teacher, I kind of come about them all at the same time. So things that I don't like. I am definitely a big fan. I'm very old school. A lot of people use different writing programs that work for them. I am completely old school and I do Microsoft Word still. And I put track changes and different colors. And that's just what works best for me. However you want to keep track of your changes, that is totally up to you. But I always do at least one or two good revisions, starting at the beginning and working my way through to the end, taking notes, sometimes sticky notes, whatever I need to do for the revision process. I also highly recommend that you actually read your own book out loud in one of your revision sweeps. It makes a world of difference hearing the sentences, 
hearing the character's dialogue spoken out loud and what you think is going on in your brain is not necessarily what is actually happening on the page. So I definitely recommend doing that. One of the weirdest things, but also some of the best things that happen in my writer's group is when we read chapters from someone else's book. So if I go and submit a couple of chapters to my writer's group and someone else in my writer's group reads those chapters out loud, that can be very mind-blowing as well because subconsciously, as you are reading your own book, you're going to put the inflections and the emotion into the character's words that you see happening or that you hear happening. But if somebody else reads it out loud, sometimes you realize that certain bits of dialogue, certain wording or sentence structure, it just is falling short, or maybe you are not communicating the emotion that you were going for when you wrote it down on the page the first time. So how many revisions should you do for your book before you feel that it is ready? Again, that is up to you. Sometimes I've done just two or three, sometimes more, because usually when you are submitting that to someone else, if it's your editor, if it's your writer's group, if it is a publisher, if it is your agent, then you are typically going to go through another revision process, if not more than one, with them. So the more eyes get on your manuscript, the better it actually is. Feels kind of weird, but getting it out there and letting other people, people that you trust, people that you know will give you honest feedback is definitely a great part of the revision process. And that has helped me a lot. You do have to develop a bit of a thick skin when you are revising because if you have your manuscript in the hands of the right people, people who are really trying to help you produce your best work, then they are sometimes going to rub you a little bit the wrong way. Uh, maybe they don't like a passage that you felt particularly um, close to or very connected with. Maybe something that you felt very proud of is not coming across well and it ends up being one of the weakest part of your stories. And you have to be prepared to take that sort of constructive criticism. It does not mean that you always have to do what the person who's reading your manuscript suggests. Even in my discussions and my revisions with the editor for my book that, you know, works for the publisher, back and forth with, uh, I had two different editors for my first book series, and sometimes we would have uh, different opinions about things. And I always try to look at it from the editor's point of view, see where they're coming from. If it's something I feel does make my story stronger, then yes, I will revise that. But if it is something that I feel would not be a good move for my story, it would not fit with what I'm working on, it's okay to stand your ground. It doesn't mean that every time someone revises or looks at your manuscript for a revision that you have to make absolutely every single change that they suggest. But if nothing else, it allows you to step back, read that section or that passage or that chapter with a new perspective and, you know, maybe sometimes just think about it. Even if you don't end up changing it, it might affect something else that you would be working on somewhere later on in the manuscript. So revisions are extremely important, and it doesn't matter if you are, 
you know, writing on Wattpad or you're doing fan fiction or you're trying to get published, whatever it is, you want to present your best work to the people who are reading your work. And that is always going to mean doing a revision or two or three. So that's the answer to my question. I hope that helped. And I will see you guys next time as I delve back into some more things Slytherin and Snape related. Until then, gather up your quills and parchments because class is dismissed.